We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Token young money with no money, Tarky. And today we've got a lot of that was small... more convincing than anything John has ever seen. <laughs> I feel his pain. Yeah. John, John always used like sl- hip slang, but it was always like twenty years behind the time. So hip. We yeah. finally got him to stop saying word. <laughs> Does he say mood yet, or no. unit? No. Oh, not yet. Sad. Oh, well, maybe in 20 years. But anyway, a lot of small tidbits of news, a lot of new things to come out, new things to read, new things to watch. So we're going to be hitting a bunch of small, short topics tonight. Tonight, today, whatever. Whatever time it is. It's raining now. I I work third shift. I don't understand time anymore. But I'd like to start out with Smash Ultimate. The last Nintendo Direct came out. The Grinch lied to us. And we move on with our lives. The Grinch lied to you? The, Gr- the Grinch leak is oh. the, was the most recent and most convincing leak, the second most convincing leak Smash has ever had. Okay. It was a leak from a factory that makes promotional material for a bunch of other st- a bunch of things. Inside that, it was a Snapchat photo. Inside that photo was promotional material for Smash Ultimate, the new game, and it looked to be the completed poster. As they were adding new characters in their Nintendo Directs, their videos to us, that poster would have new people appearing on it. Okay. So it looked to be the finished poster with a bunch of different characters we hadn't seen yet. And next to it was also promotional material for the new Grinch movie that we had not seen before, but no one cared about that. Other than the fact that it was there. And that's, what, that's, where the, that's that, how the leak got its yeah, name. That's where how the leak got its name and how people are like, kind of convincing themselves it was true. Because, like, why would you make fake Grinch promotional material in a Smash Brothers leak? But... To make it convincing. Yeah, it to make it convincing. Let me guess, this was their trick or treat? It was definitely a trick. Only one of their leaks was confirmed, and it was the easiest confirmation possible. In the new game, there's Echo Fighters, which are a fighter that looks like a character... But it's different. Like Peach and Daisy are both princesses. They both have the exact same move sets. But Daisy is a new fighter. Aside, and Ken, 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 yeah, Ken and Ryu are the Ryu is a fighter we've already known. Ken is the new Echo fighter. They also did Incineroar from Pokemon. But the the leak had so many characters that were niche favorites. People had said we want this, we want that. 
I say niche instead of niche. It's just a thing I do. But anyway, it had so many characters we were hoping for that everyone was pretty sure it was going to be a fake leak, but it would just seem so convincing. Yeah, and then Sakurai just kind of slapped us, slapped our hands and said, no, of course I'm not doing that. This fellow in charge of Smash Yeah, I wonder if that's the Super Smash Bros. ultimate thing I'm looking at there. Probably. Probably. Because it's got a Ken fighting a small joke from Punch Out. Uh, Little Mac? Yeah, Little Mac. Little Mac. Sorry, <laughs> small joke with Punch Out. Yeah, he, fight, he beats Little in that animation. Spoilers. Yeah, he punched Little Mac and beats him in the fight, and then Incineroar shows up right afterwards. Yep. Yep. And that's who just popped up. Yeah. The champ has has appeared with his cool fire belt. Because Incineroar has to have a cool fire belt. Yeah. But anyway. And the other thing is, 24 hours are up, so I can I can officially talk about this without Toby Fox being sad for me, is Deltarune, the potential sequel, most likely sequel, to Undertale's demo has come out. And yeah, it follows... Follows the kind of thing you'd expect it to. That's all I'm going to really say about that. Because I don't want to spoil the game for you. And those of us that have ever played Undertale are like, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. But, okay. but Undertale is a big enough game that... Oh, yeah. There's probably tons of people yeah, have played it. Tons of people have played it. Tons of people... You know, I don't play Smash, but it's big enough that I've heard of it. And yeah. It kind of follows the conversation. Never played it, but I recognize the name mm-hmm. of several of the characters. Yeah, I, I gather it's a fighting game. Yes. Yeah. The fighting game that you, I don't understand, I no longer understand the basis of who they were aiming for with Smash Ultimate, but that's a different conversation for people who talk about that. Because I'd start barreling into it by myself. Yep, pretty much. You should do that as a short vignette. I could. We discussed yeah, sure. Everybody yeah. doing a short vignette. And now, Jason, since you've actually watched it after Todd yelled at us a week ago about this. You damn right! With Titans. We're up to episode three now. And uh, I had to watch two and three back to back, so I went and read a love comedy afterwards to make myself feel better. Read a love comedy? Yeah. Oh, okay. A manga. What are your mangas? What are your mangas? That's how I pronounce it. Manga. Mm -hmm. I'm from the South. That's fine. (laughs) But anyway, Titans, let you take over for a little bit there, Jason. I enjoyed episode two and three more. I am. I'm actually interested interested in continuing to watch it. Interested, I'm interested in where the plot is going. Uh, some of the characters have grown on me a little bit. In some ways, I'm now interested in Dick Grayson's story because I have realized Robin is the villain of Dick Grayson's story. <laughs> no, as Dick Grayson, he realizes he's going too far, and he doesn't like it. He's practically got Raven's story. There's something dark in him that he don't like. But events keep happening. Events keep conspiring to make him let it out. And I am curious to see if as it goes on and they actually form a team, if that starts pulling him back from that a little bit. In the second episode, when you see Hawk and Dove, Hawk and Dove are rough. Uh... They ain't rough compared to Dick, though. Now. Yeah, now. Now. They look at him like, oh, 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 you've gone psycho. 
Well, Dove does tell him, oh, you have changed. Yeah. Because he had warned her, he'd been warning her ahead of time, and she hadn't yeah. quite gotten what he was talking about. So they hang a hat on the fact that this is messed up. It's not that all superheroes in the setting are as messed up as this guy. This guy's having problems. And is trying to stop doing the heroing because he realizes he's going off deep end. Kind of like a PTSD kind of situation. That he, he, like a combat soldier that knows he's got a problem, but he can't stop because the combat hadn't stopped. Yeah, something like that. But it makes it, it, it makes it less of, oh, we're just, this is just murdering to be murdery, and more of, this is a storyline for this character. Uh, Starfire wasn't in episode two. Seeing her in three, I'm thinking less that she's, when we, when we discussed episode one, I talked about how she came off to me as, uh, like Starman from the old, that old sci-fi movie in the 80s, where the alien came down and possessed a dead body. But when you see her in three, she's reading things of what I'm assuming is Tamaranian. Yep. But she doesn't realize, she doesn't realize how she can read it. Yeah, yeah. But it, but I'm leaning more towards, she was just here investigating this, and the car crash bumped her head, you know. I'm leaning more towards, she is herself, just suffering with amnesia. And since we're talking, you know, full full details on this, I'm going to assume that 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 tanning bed, for lack of a better word, in there is something to give her energy. And maybe, maybe on that investigation, she was away from it long enough that she was deep, you know, mostly depowered to allow that accident to even really hurt her. Well, Starfire was in the books at least. You know, she's tough and all. She was not like nigh invulnerable or anything. Hmm. You know, Starfire in at least bulletproof. Uh, Small arms fire probably. But if like, she's powered up, yeah, she you you you. Considering they've had that character go toe to toe with Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman ain't really no damn joke in the DC universe. My well, thing was like, if, if the car wreck against someone who's super powered. Usually they come out of that pretty okay. If she's powered up, you know, you, you know, shooting her and trying to cut her don't work. If she's powered down and you walk up on her, yeah, you could shoot her or cut her. Because Deathstroke, the Terminator, has, you know, shot her and cut her when her power wasn't flared up. Yeah, my thing was, like, it's a car accident, though you can't see those coming. When it's you coming off the road. So she would have she been flared up if she had it. But this gives an impossible explanation of she was away far enough from the thing that's giving her starlight power. Yeah, considering the sun it's, never shines in that world. That is not true. When they shine? When you saw the Federal Reserve a couple of times, it was bright and sunshiny outside. Uh, at least one of the times, I want to say when you first introduced to the family, it's shiny outside. When you first saw uh, Starfire, it was a little bright. It was a little overcast that day, though. Oh, but I like the family. I don't know what to make of them yet. I like but the family. I am digging the creepy family. Now, I do have to mention about the family. It's weird to me with how, like, quasi-religious and kind of magical they're going for it. The, the family is operated by those people that are all about that magic shit. But they're not magic. They're dosing up on some kind you of... You don't know what they're dosing up on, though. It's got, it's got a sign. That could be angel year in yeah, yeah. you know. But it's just like, you're giving it such a tech look 
And if you go comic book, Brother Blood and his cult, they use a lot of tech. Hmm. And decades after the initial story, you find out it was it was Raven's father they worshipped him. So that may just be we're using the available tools. I'm curious as how they become aware of Starfire and what she is. Or well, I take that back, they may not know what she is, other than she's some kind of being. But overall, I, I think the story's development okay. My biggest problem with it is that it does not feel like a superhero show. Even when you have superheroes in costume on screen a lot of times, it feels like you're watching like the Cold Check, the Night Stalker remake, or it, like you're watching urban horror more than anything. And I realize some of that's just because it's, it's, it's a Raven-focused storyline right now. Not like watching Constantine. Move yeah. yeah. Another thing, though, is like, I have not... The fa- the fight with between the family and Hot Dove Robin. It was the only superhero supervillain fight so far. Mm-hmm. And really it was they lost real quick. Part of that was they were probably caught off guard. Hmm. Well, hold on. It's and not talking about like story like, oh, how could they lose or anything. No, it's just like the only superhero supervillain fight in a comic book universe mm-hmm. was a quick shortcut, bam, 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 dump. When I read the comics, I like extend, the extended fight between a hero and a villain. You haven't had that yet, so it don't feel like a comic book show to me. Just because what I like to see the most out of comic books has not appeared. Yeah. One other thing in that fight that they really hang a hat on the fact that Hulk has no powers. Yep. Yes. You're in a world where plenty of folks have powers, people with powers are popping up in every episode. You got yeah, the next episode is supposed to be an entire another team of heroes showing up. You're gonna do a guy in a comic book accurate step off the page costume. And you ain't gonna give him his power. And it's not a hard power to No, do. it's low it's it's a relatively low level super strength. You know, Hawk's Hawk is super strong. He ain't Superman, he ain't Wonder Woman. But he can pick up a car? Uh at least flip one over pretty easily. Alright. Like, he should have been as stout, probably as stout as the family do. That just Anything you saw the family doing, he should have been able to get. Yeah. You, know, you could still have had him lost, because there was four of them. Yeah. Now, I am curious if he will wind up shooting himself up with that stuff they shoot themselves up with. But that's also assuming that they're actually going to be series regulars. Yeah. And it wouldn't just guest stars. Which, to be fair, from the promotional picture, I don't think they're on it. Yeah, early on, when you started seeing pictures of them, you thought they were going to be team members. But, you know, we were sitting around going, why the crap are you going to leave Cyborg yeah. and some of the more famous Titans off and put these two Jokers on there? But on the other hand, that's a, on the other hand, they did a lot of work. They got a really good job in costumes. I could reuse them. Yeah, well, they'll probably reappear here and there, but they may not be the main, they may not be the core four. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So overall, my opinions of Titans has gone up. I'm looking forward to seeing some more. A lot of the problems I had with it, I still have to some degree. But I've managed, much like I did with Walking Dead when they started veering off in the comic, I have managed to kind of compartmentalize the series as just its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Robin's not just super murdery. They are addressing it. It is a plot point. So it bothers me a little less. 
Uh, Starfire is still a little violent for me. Because she wades into some cops. Though she does not kill them. So that she was at least showing some restraint. The character to character interactions between the main characters that I've seen so far are like. Yeah, yeah. You gonna be long with that? Nah, I ordered a burger too. Yeah, the, the, the dialogue in some ways it reminds me of Bendis' work in Marvel. I didn't like his overall storylines, I didn't like where he took the universe. But he did snappy dialogue pretty well. You know, I enjoyed listening to Luke Carroll read Luke Cage and Spider Man quoted back and forth. You know, in, in some of the earlier New Avengers. But... And I guess I would sum it up with if, you know, if you're curious about Titans, you know, get go in knowing there's gonna be some stuff that if you're a fan of the book, you're probably not gonna like. But there's some stuff there worth watching. I would say, since we're not sponsored by DC, yeah, I would not pay it month to month until after the show is just about wrapped up. I'd just wait for 11 of the 12 episodes. I'll be honest, if Todd cancels his subscription, I'm done watching it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you're curious about it, just wait seven more weeks. At least until Young Justice comes out. I'd let, mo- I'd let Young Justice get most of the way through. I'd rent it for a month to, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, just to watch. Because, let's face it, when you can do that so easily, you might as well do it like that. Which is why Netflix dumps their stuff all at once. Because you're going to pay for it once anyway. Yeah. So why not make it simple so you don't have to game the system constantly and get good at canceling your subscription? But with that, uh, we do need to do our oh, yes. quasi-regular. It's going to become a quasi-regular for the... For the duration of season one, where we all sit around and try to think of something positive to say about Titans. Now, CDL... I haven't watched the much to the show two and Shane three yet. Has not stayed caught up. Yes, I am behind. So I, we will skip him. I this saw. Week. I did. I did see the beginning, very beginning. Todd had his iPad on the other day he, when he was here at the house, and I saw the very beginning of episode two. So I did see the street fight. When Hawk and Dove appeared, yes, and Todd had to show that part. Over and over again. Yeah. But Hawk and Dove's costumes were like they just stepped right off the page. I will I will give them credit for that. So that, that will be my positivity. These are the dumbest characters I could possibly put in this show. But my God, they look great. Yep. These beautiful fools. Yeah, hey, Todd, come on with some positive. My original positive thing was going to be that Starfire had two legs just like she does in the comics. But, haven't watched the third episode. I am interested in where the little mystery is going. So, uh, yeah, that's that's it. I still think it's too dark, too bleak, too... Ugh. But, you know, my positive thing is there's a mystery. A mystery that you're interested in. A mystery is and, two feet. And Starfire has two legs just like she does in the comic book. Way to go. But do you know if she knows how to use them? Obviously, she's walking around in high heels. Yeah, she's walking around. All right, then. See, now you killed next week's. God, mind your damn business. <laughs> I like to make references to music older than me. Don't talk about the music. That was going to be my positive for next week. She has two legs, just like she does in the comic books, and she manages to walk. But now I can't use that one. 
So for episode two, my positive moment, two and three, we can do those together. Well, I mean, I was going to do two and then just take three after that. That's all right for you while I'm hosting. Well, you're going to use up stuff for everybody's turn, I guess. Dom, I'm sorry, would you like to go first for me? I'll let you go first. I'm hosting. Will you please let me go first? I'll let you go first. Let's see, my positive thing. I guess I'll go back to the family. Their power, they're creepy, but also kind of comedic. I don't know. They, they, well, it's, it's they like, introduce fun. Well, it's like they understand that they have to play characters, but they like they roll into the, the role they know they have to play. Well, you know, I sit there watching that, and I'm going, are these people that they've done something to and mentally abused in some way to make them like this? Or are these things they have created that are trying to come off as human? Because, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't think they're like technically, I don't think they're physically robots. But I'm wondering if they've had like brain wipes. Hmm. I've also, I was also wondering at some point, considering how everybody in this kind of cult thing seems to be. Odd like that. Like they're playing the stereotypical human from like their 50s. Mm-hmm. If it could be demons walking around in human bodies. Which is what I'm kind of wondering. Since it's tying in to try again and all. Well, into Raven's father. They haven't even said his name yet. But. Or since it looked like they're tying in uh, the Tamaranians to this kind of universal prophecy. It could be aliens. Aliens that watch the TV shows that we beamed out in the 50s and 60s. That they went, oh, that's what people are like. So this is me putting on my people costume and acting like a people. That's possible. Because Trigon is one of them things that is known in other parts of the universe. Yeah. You know, he's not the biblical devil where nobody's heard of him outside of Earth. Well, you don't know the biblical devil had been heard of outside of Earth since you have met anybody from outside of Earth. That we know in your of. typical <laughs> comic stuff. Yeah, tell me what you get. All right, for two... It's just a favorite moment of when Hawk and Dove see Robin doing all the crazy stuff, and they go, what the fuck? You know, they're, they're just, they're so caught off guard, because they're used to their goody-two-shoes friend at Grayson, who only got to sneak off to pal around with them, to I am Robin, murder of murder. The question is, does Dove find him hotter now than she did then? I am the shadow, I am the darkness, I am Robin. And then for episode three... They did a much, not perfect, but a much better job of cinematography. When it's them driving off in the car, and you get the shots from the car on the side and stuff, and it's like they're showing off a nice car. It's like, hey, you're showing off a positive thing that's nice and easy to show off. Thanks. Good job. And the ending crane shot, the falling raven into the woods. Nice. I would have had it fade to black instead of cut to black, but oh well. But, like, it was, it was showing... They know how to use cameras in more fun ways. And I'm hoping for more of that. As opposed to the more static shot, uh, shots that we're using prior to that. The static shots are the snapshots where it's like, snap to a punch, snap to a kick. Which isn't as bad as some shows. We won't mm-hmm. talk about that. Because it's an older show, but yeah. They're, they're having a little more creativity with camera work. Like they're getting to the swing of it. Which a lot of shows yeah. will be a little bumpy starting out. They'll kind of get the groove. I mean, not the flash, but most shows. So now I'd like to cut to the Todd Father with a little comic. 
X Men Extermination. Extermination's damn good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, what is this? The next to last issue came out. When is that? I think it's issue five. Four. Is issue it four, four or five? came out. Is it four? Okay. Can't remember if it was. Uh, now five let's make sure we get the same startup. It's with X Force. Spoilers. X Force busting in. Oh. Uh, That's issue four. Yeah, this one is is basically Ahab finding Cerebro, where he's got the Pequod, and Nightcrawler going to finish the job and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah X Force. Yeah, it starts with X Force busting in, which is the very moment Extinction all unravels again. Really? Because the very last thing Domino and Doom Gray talked about was Domino saying, "We're gonna go in there. We're killing him. You got it." And Jean Grey gives them directions. This is where he is. Let's go. That's true. And you know the first thing between Domino and Jean Grey is? In issue four? What are you doing? Stop trying to shoot him. We've got to talk. No. You gave murderers directions. Full well knowing they're going to commit murder. And then you backed out halfway through? Well, you know what that is. That's the writer basically going, Jean Grey don't run around murking people. It was them wanting a dramatic ending to that previous mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. And then realizing story-wise it don't make sense. It's basically Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> That's my thing. It's the last thing yeah. I heard Jean Grey say is, I'm right. down for murder. Right. And then the next thing I hear her say is, I'm not down for murder. Yeah. Like I said, it's Revenge of the Jedi. Hey, you know what episode? This episode three is going to be called Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, here's the poster. Uh, dude, here's Jedis the don't take revenge. revenge. Oh, Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> so that's yeah. Yeah, one of the old revenge posters. It's yeah, it's just work about kind of Yeah, my thing is just like that's when I just went. You could have just had her say, and you could have had her have a thought bubble of like, I need. I'm double crossing you. Well, a, a thought bubble of, I want to know what what's going on. I'm gonna have him tell. Well, him. maybe she was Merkum, Merkum, Merkum. Shadowstar just went off for no reason. Maybe I need to actually know what the fuck's going on here. It doesn't work as a reader because then that's the reader basically trying to fix the writer's fuck up. But but that that's the thing is like it was it's such an easy fix, and it, it, whenever it's a super easy fix, there's a whole hell of a lot of crap wrong with Marvel. It's an easy fix, right? But it's just it's just when I went, well, this story no longer matters to me because you drug you. I ain't getting the story I was told I was gonna get. Well. I'm, I'm, Welcome hope, to I'm, yeah, I'm hoping. Truthfully, the only thing I want out of extermination is that the X-Men of the past take their happy asses back to the past and they retcon all the shit that they've done since then. Because it's not good. It's just not. It's just hadn't been. The, their entire arc has not made a hell of a lot of sense. I give Marvel credit for finally going... You know, if I took you out of your life ten years ago, probably gonna mess shit up. Cause the things that you did that need doing, you're not there to do anymore. The only flaw to that is they took them out, and the universe was destroyed and rebuilt. So they're not except really... it, except it wasn't destroyed and rebuilt because we can go into that at some other day. Secret Wars was the reboot that was not a reboot. So it really doesn't count. They they wanted to do a DC, but they lost their nerve and they didn't do it. So, yeah, it's 
truthfully, that would make it more fucked up. Because then that means in that universe, they were never there. There's a big fucking hole there. That's, and that's what extinct extermination is about. It's basically, you know when you went and did this? You fucked shit up. Everything that you should have done didn't happen. The, the, whole, the, the, the heroism that you did that caused, while it didn't get rid of anti-mutant hatred, yeah, without you there, it's really, it, it kicked off sooner. Your X-Men were different. They kicked off sooner. You ended up with a stouter version of Sentinel. You know, everything, every, with you not being there, you screwed crap up. There's finally consequences to the fact that you took somebody out of their past and stuck them up on this end of time. Fuck shit up. That's why you got Ahab running around. Ahab's mission in that, he just wants to kill one of them. Their thing is Iceman at some point, with them being out here, dies so it screws things up. You know, he dies in the while they're stuck here in the present. And that's Ahab's whole goal. I just want to kill one of you. I don't even care which one. I just need one of you to die. The last issue, he was trying to convince Young Beast. You let me kill you, I leave everybody else alone. You know. What a deal. Well, as your friends, you supposedly love them. Do you love them enough to die for them? You can stop me right here. Let me kill you. Let me take you out. I leave everybody else alone. But that, and you find out in this one the reason why he was willing to just take any of them. That's why Young Cable's been like getting them back. It's because he's trying to send them home, and he's trying to fix them. Like Angel's been running around with like cosmic fire wings and shit. Well, yeah, he, ampl he amputates those, gets the mimic. As the mimic, mimic angel chops those wings off and basically implants them on Angel. Because Angel needs feathery wings when they send his ass back. The beast is going to take some fixing. The beast? Not, well, you just wipe out the you gotta, Yeah, you got to mind wipe him or something. Which, you know, in Marvel ain't even all that hard to do. I literally dream Grey can do it. Yeah. You know, she throw Iceman. She throws Iceman's ass back in the closet, which you know, hell, she was the one. My belief is still hell. She made up that persona for him anyway because there wasn't another girl on the team. Also, also, I think Young Cable could probably do it if he redirected and just let the virus start taking him over. Yeah, but he probably gonna do that. No, but I'm just saying, like, not when you have so many other telepaths. Right. I'm just yeah. saying, Cable is stout enough a psychic to do it, so it's not a huge issue. But anyway. But yeah, it's a couple of mind wipes and a, you know, and a transplant away. And, you know, maybe that ends up being the reason. Well, why was it so easy for Apocalypse to give Archangel metallic wings? It's because they were already the type that were kind of more, they had the ability to morph anyway. You know, big deal. Uh, but. Well, I mean, this could also mess up to make the Dark Phoenix personality, a retcon that makes a Dark Phoenix personality in Jean Grey, for all we know. Yeah. It's hiding away horrors, but who knows, but... Yeah. Well, you know, that was, it all depends on what the hell they choose a retcon, what they choose to screw up, because yeah. that was a whole thing. Dark Phoenix was never Jean Grey, it was its own thing. They didn't realize at the time. Yeah. But when they wanted to bring Jean Grey back, that was what they retconned in, was, yeah, yeah, that was never Jean Grey, that was a thing. 
That's why I couldn't handle emotion and desire and all that kind of shit because they'd never experienced it before. Another comic. Have you read any of the uh, combined Infinity Wars characters? Not yet. Uh, some of them are good, some of them are Yeah, I saw, what was it, Iron Hammer? Iron Hammer was the first one to come out. Mm-mm. Because okay. you had the uh, the soldier soldier supreme was like a week or two ago the Steve Rogers Doctor. Well, Strange. Iron Hammer issue two is out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's soldier two. supreme was a little later. Yeah, Iron Hammer was the first. I think either the first or second one. It was one of the early ones. So basically, they took the old amalgam ideal that even DC did back and did it in one. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, in Infinity, um, uh, you know how you had Thanos wanting to wipe out half the universe. Well, that's how Kamara did it with her as God. She, yes. Instead of killing half of them, she just combines. She them. folds the universe. Yeah, she folds them. So, yeah, she doesn't technically kill anybody. No, but so, there's but but she still half them. So you have Arachnite. Yeah, which is I think Spider-Man Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, you have uh, I don't know if he's getting a book or not. You got Ghost Spider. I mean, not Ghost Spider. You got a Ghost Panther. Yeah, uh, Ghost Spider is Gwen Stacy Ghost Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it's, a different... Yeah, it's thing. Ghost Panther. So it's Panther Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Soldier Supreme was a fun read. Yeah, I, I read that on one. Boat as well. I read that one. It was the Red Skull of... The Red Skull of Agamotto or something like... Or no, of... Uh, I forget his name. Sidorak? Dormammu. Dormammu. Yeah, Dormammu. But it was kind of fun to see them combine like that. I loved one line of Soldier Supreme that I wanted to say out loud was, there's a group under a Mordo, something, it ends up being of a cult instead of of, of knowledge or killing and all that. But they're summoning, they're trying to summon Satan. Because Mordo knows he's two souls in one. And yes, Satan's his last bet to separate them. So they're trying to summon it, and yeah, it ends up pulling the Soldier Supreme out of the dark dimension that he got trapped in, instead of being frozen in ice. Uh-huh. And as he's coming out, one player goes, Satan looks a lot sexier than I thought he'd be. Aaron, Satan would want me to have these thoughts. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Because they're Satan, they're worshiping Satan. So it's like Satan would want me to have these lu- these lustful thoughts. Okay. And it made me it, it made me laugh real bad. But yeah, like I'm enjoying them as I'm enjoying them as a joke to me. Because like I'm just like Bucky Wong. Like, yeah, okay, that's kind of funny. And Arachnite was neat, just because it's Peter Parker as a person with three personalities due to a childhood trauma. Where one is the acrobat hero, one is the super scientist, one is the businessman. And life is working out pretty great for him doing that. It's weird how it went from extinction to infinity. What? It's all Marvel. It's Marvel to Marvel. Yeah. You know, just two big storylines that don't actually ever cross over despite the fact that they're world affecting individuals. It's, well, know, everything like that one back in the day, man, you know, takes over New York. You never hear a peep about it in the Avengers book. Yeah. Or any other book. Outside of 
Hell, you don't even hear about that in the X-Books anymore. Yeah, it happened in the dark time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time yeah. And he woke up. Yeah, it was all damn girl. And Zorn is its own person? Yeah, he's got an identical twin brother. With a black hole for brain. What? We, we hold all in with a metal. Shut up, just shut up, believe it. Okay. <laughs> it works! So your twin brother's the guy that actually tried to be an idea with this guy? No! Yes! Yes! Yes, it was. Well, what happened to him? He never existed. Are you a true believer or not? Fuck you! Not anymore. I, I guess I am. Excelsior. I don't know. Though I did like, uh, I did like Young Cable in it. I liked the talk to Young Cable. They're like, you're a murderer. What the hell are you doing? You killed Cable. I am Cable. That's suicide. Basically. And I like the one line he tells Jim Gray. I took out, I took out a version that was no longer functioning. It's going to happen to me. This is merely the life cycle of the game. Yes, and it gave Cable a life cycle. Because Cable, when he first showed up in the books, was a cold, unfeeling piece of shit. He was. And they have slowly but surely grandfathered his ass into a caring person. Now you had young him basically going, he's supposed to be a cold, unfeeling piece of shit. Pow. You're supposed to keep the time. You are supposed to not care about the timeline except for its stability. Right. And you have cared enough to destabilize it. Yep. The fuck you doing? Yeah. And that that was young Cable's whole thing. He was supposed to be protecting the timeline, and he didn't say jack shit about beasts okay. pulling these bastards from the past and leaving them here, knowing it's going to fuck up the timeline. He had to go. I don't have a problem with that. That's the cable I, that's actually the cable I grew up with. The motherfucker didn't give a shit. He wasn't trustworthy. Even back in X-Force, he was getting his guns from AIM because that was the closest to the shit that he was used to. Yep. Yeah, he did take the team to go attack AIM, you know. No, he didn't go attack AIM. He okay. never attacked AIM. He never did. No, because that's where he got his... Okay, maybe it was Hydra. Yeah, because that's where he was getting his shit. He flat out, because that was him and Domino in the bathtub together. You think kids know, gonna be pissed off when they find out you're getting your stuff from AIM? I don't care if they get pissed off about it. They provide the stuff that's most like the stuff I'm used to. He goes, why do you think I take the, the scratch of the name or the serial numbers or the yeah, he was yeah, he was buying shit from, from AIM. He didn't give names. Does it make the same thing with the serial numbers like that? Yeah, you make an illegal weapon, you don't put serial numbers on. I want these AIM guns tracked back to AIM. Why the hell are you putting serial numbers on anyway? Well not AIM. serial not serial numbers, like that. whatever stamp that they have like made by AIM, you know. Like the tiny hydro symbol with we're better than this <laughs> on it. We're better than what these punks make. Ship it out, boys. Well, they were ain't they were hydras technically yeah. for a while. Break. That's what I'm saying. We're better than this. If this if this gun breaks, two more guns take its place. <laughs> what is this gun made out of? Unstable molecules. If if you sweet. If 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 unsatisfied with this gun, we, you can send it back and we'll send you two more. <laughs> you get double the refund. Uh, My hydra gun broke! And two more took its place. Oh. My gun broke. Have you ever seen a John Woo movie? No. Well, you're gonna experience it now. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, I, I like I like Cable's explanation for it. Ahab is actually one of my one of the ex villains I like. I like shit that comes from Days of Future now, Past because it's fucked up. That was the other thing I had issue with earlier in the comic was that the two kids he has the put years and years of torture in your brain immediately. And you do it to old man Logan. The man who was trapped 
in a mental dimension for decades of torture and then killed the man that did it to him. And you're going to tell me the kid goes pop, pop. Oh, I put years of torture in you. Oh, you're evil now. No, we've seen what years of torture do to you. Your old man Logan. A couple decades ain't nothing to you. It's true. But you had to have... You had to have something in there. Have it be Honey Badger. Because Honey Badger's in the storyline anyway. It's true. Have it be her. I did like Honey Badger going, Ooh, finally somebody my own age to skewer. Well, it's someone <laughs> my own size to pick on. Yeah. Who was her own size? One of the little girl. They one of, kids. Yeah, the two little mutant kids that they have basically... Used to make instant hounds. Yeah, yeah. Because if you had done Honey Badger throwing her at old Wolverine, it would have made some sense because old Wolverine already feels guilty about half killing her. Because old man Logan's story, old man Logan's storyline, he kills Honey Badger because Honey Badger gets mentally manipulated into killing X twenty three. So like it would be, it would have been a tie in that functions, but they can't do that apparently. Yeah. But they instant hounded Honey Badger anyway in issue four instead of issue three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's, it's at least one where I'm going, oh, yeah. something actually happens every, every issue, which is rare for Marvel these days yeah. where, you know, you actually have fucking fights. Yeah, you every fucking that. issue of it, you've had some fights and killings. and That's nice. I Like, like I said, I like Ahab. I've always liked mm-hmm. Ahab. I like they have. I like the fact that you're using Ahab in a cable story because back in the day, back when they didn't know who Ahab was, there was some question that maybe he was cable. Yeah, you didn't. That you went years thinking. You, you know, went. You went for a long time without realizing who in the hell, what just who and what in the hell Ahab was. And if they're doing this cable life cycle thing, they mm-hmm. usually have a cable have wound up like that. Yeah, which um, is neat. I do like it in the fact of it has consequences. It's moving forward. There are fights. Yeah, which is kind of. Speaking of Cable and Ahab, it's kind of nice that they've got those characters kind of shifting around right now with the uh, the Gifted show that's on right now. See, I haven't seen much of this season of Gifted. I know I know Ahab was in last season. Yeah, of they they had the 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 guy that becomes Ahab. They had him on. Yeah, he's even damaged and scarred on the same side, and yeah. you got hounds running around in it. Yeah, I also like Ahab's line in the comic. Of, so poignant. That I'd be hunting my white whale in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he actually is, his ship is the Pequod, so. Mm-hmm. He really he has a motif. He runs with it. He really runs that motif. I can respect yeah. it. Yeah. I make hounds. Well, how does that work? Here's a harpoon to tell you how that works. Yeah. It works. It works. <laughs> well, yeah. That that was something that I thought was neat in the in the show on the gifted. When you saw the the character's office, when when they showed his desk. You had a picture of him and his family on his desk, and it was him on a boat, and the name of his boat was the Pequod. And then on his desk, he had a couple of books and a a book holder. And one of them was The Art of War, one of them was Moby Dick, one of them was the Bible, you know, one of them was, I can't remember what the other, but you know, it it stuck with that motif. And so one of them was Curious George Goes to the Zoo. He has children, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see how it wraps up, you know, considering it looks like he just nailed Cyclops to a wall. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Angel's been nailed to a wall before. Yeah, but Angel got nailed to the wall by his wings. I'm pretty sure he nailed Cyclops to the wall through his chest. 
Yeah, all pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, he's he, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's getting better. But that's that's a bunch of re- recent stuff. You know, all news, all new things. But yeah. I think that's a pretty good chunk of the lately news. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Well, I had had my shit time. I'm yet. sorry. Tell us about your friend dying. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> you, you said my it's friend. Like he, it's like he knew he had something to tell. He forgot what it was. He well, he when he something. said my friend, I'm like, oh. teacher, teacher, I'll have something for show and tell. Show us what you have, honey. Uh, uh, the Walking Dead. Rick Grimes. Oh, that's what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, it, he, he, he lost he, me. He, he lost, he lost me with Rick Grimes. Uh, this coming Sunday will be his last episode. So Probably uh, last Sunday by the time this gets put up. Yeah, probably, you know. Or tonight. One of the. Well, that's true. We might put it on tonight. But uh, they, they, they've hyped it up. I, Todd and I were discussing, or was discussing before the show, it, what they should have done was... Not told you. Not yeah. Not told us. Kept their mouth shut. The only and let problem be a huge that, surprise. The only problem with that is if he's not signed for next season, fans are going to find that out. The internet has made it very hard to keep secrets like that. Trick that, is, neither's Maggie. But you don't know what episode Maggie's going out on. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You Hell, can, you knew Sasha had a new show, and you didn't know what episode she was going out on. You, you can be kept an amount of suspense. Yep. Yeah. You can keep 12 episodes of suspense, so you just do an episode of 10 instead of 12. And yeah. it's still the shock factor. You give it, Fair you enough. do something really cool, hell, you give him a mundane death. You don't give him the da 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 kind of death. It's something little happens to him and he croaks. You give him pneumonia and you, in this yeah, universe. And it slaps the hell out of you. Pow! Holy shit! I just knew Rick Browns wasn't going out like that. Yep. That's how the fucker went out. I didn't know he was going out. I didn't expect him to go out. Well, of course, he's he around all gone. the time. He caught some typhoid. Yep. You remember how he was coughing at the end of last season? Ta-da! It was cancer. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, just... They, they should have kept it quiet. Yeah. But... But the, and, but, but the trick is that, truthfully... You would not have had as big a ratings, but it might have revitalized the show because then it really feels like anybody could croak. Yeah. Doing it this way, you will probably have a bump in ratings as old fans. It, for that one episode, as old fans come back and go, man, I wonder what they're going to Oh, Rick went out. Oh, well. And then they never watch the shit again because the show's not very good. It's run its course. The horse is dead. The horse is undead and dead. Undead, re-dead. Yeah, it's re-dead. So- the only two original characters left now will be Carol and Daryl. Yeah, I don't give a shit. So. Well, I like Carol and Daryl fine. I like Carol. I like Daryl. I don't like the show. I don't yeah. care anymore. I don't. But it's been on nine years. Nine or ten years is about as good a run as you get for a show before it starts getting stale. Yeah. And let's be honest, Walking Dale was stale about two seasons ago. Truthfully. It, I mean, it, I, hung on, I hung on for a season after I really kind of stopped enjoying it. Yeah. I thought Negan was going to be neat. I hung around to see just who Negan, uh, that first episode of who, just who Negan killed. Negan staled real quick for me, though. I was like, ooh, Negan, 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 Negan. Oh, he's fucked up. Yeah, I'm done. And I stopped giving a shit. Something could have compacted that storyline a little bit. Yeah. Hell. Truthfully, this, this, the season where they were building up to the war probably should have been the war. 
and and just wrap the shit on up. They should have pressed yeah, that. A, a third to maybe half the season to build up, and then the war be the second half. Yeah, yeah. And and wrap that shit up, but you didn't need a whole season of. And now it's this, and that, yeah, you know. And now yeah. we have zombie dogs. Cause why not? They got zombie dogs. No, no I don't no, watch it. No, oh, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't put it. But back it sounded no. like it made sense. Animals don't come back. It's it's been one of the. Now the, it looks like they're trying to. Aside from the Rick storyline, you've got a a group, a, another group somewhere out there that looks like it's going to be the the. Big bad. He's probably the whisperers. They were the next big bad to show up in the comics. Well, did the whisperers fly helicopters? No. That may be the ones that popped up in the books after the whisperers, which I don't know anything about, other than there's some kind of government force. But I don't know if it's survivors of the actual government or if it's some new something. Because okay. I was out of the book. But see, that's 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 the, the show were just showing up when I when I quit. That's huh? the show really really going into the things I always hate about most zombie movies. It's not the zombies, zombies are the problem. Then it's the crazy people that are the problem, and the zombies just become something that pops up. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be about zombies. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. It's how a zombie apocalypse would actually go. Either they're going to wipe you out, or you start rebuilding civilization around them. But the trick is, you know, and it's and it's, and it's the reason why I like my favorite zombie picture to this day. I don't really like shit else he's done. It's Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead because at the beginning, zombies were the goddamn problem. In the middle of the movie, zombies, zombies were the goddamn problem. problem. And at the end of the movie, zombies, zombies are the goddamn problem. problem. And if you stay to the after credit scenes, zombies are the goddamn problem. That's why I go to a zombie picture to see zombies be the goddamn problem, not crazy people. If I want to see crazy people as the problem, I turn on the news. Yep. Um... Let's see, there was something else. Oh, um. My brain just blanked on it. You can share Which it. means it's time to go. I'll give you 10 seconds to share with the class. 10. 10. 10. We'll call that one a wrap, man. And we'll wrap it up. Today, this episode of Man We're Too Old for This has been brought to you by the letter C. DL113. <laughs> oh. Oh, the Todd Father did not the letter C. And the experience some college racing. And, and the, the letter C. And the token letter C. Tarky. Have a good day. Peace. We love you. And I respect you. I, I kind of like you already, but I don't know if I love you. No, this I won't bail you out of jail. No, no. No, we're too broke for that. Yeah. And old.